Te Pāti Māori co-leader Debbie Nāriwapaka says she's, she gets almost daily threats and has surveillance measures in place at her home. Ms Nāriwapaka is among MPs and experts sounding alarm about the risks of violence stemming from a surge in mis- and disinformation during the election campaign. She spoke with Susie Ferguson for Undercurrent, a new RNZ documentary series about misinformation released online today. It's less than three months till polling day. And there are now almost 1.3 million likes of disinformation pages by New Zealand Facebook accounts, according to the latest tally by the Disinformation Project. It's feared the racist, homophobic and transphobic rhetoric common on these sorts of pages could spill over into political violence. Te Pāti Māori co-leader Debbie Ngārewa-Packer says it's part of her everyday life. I don't think I have a day here where I don't have threats and attacks and you give up reporting them. I live with security cameras on my house, nearly every angle you can come in, down my driveway. I think it is a very real threat. Misinformation grew during the COVID-19 pandemic and gained more traction through last year's occupation at Parliament. One of the people at that protest had already assaulted a sitting MP. Co-leader of the Green Party, James Shaw, was attacked in 2019, punched by a conspiracy theorist. Mr Shaw says he worries something similar, or worse, could happen again. I've had ministerial colleagues tell me that they just can't go out anymore in public, at all. Because when they do, invariably, they'll have, you know, somebody uh, kind of bowl up to them, certainly being abusive and... So I think it's a fairly short jump from there to physical assault. Several experts spoken to for RNZ's Undercurrent series agree there is evidence of a gateway effect. Some of the networks that emerged with COVID misinformation are now being radicalised online by far-right groups using hot-button topics like transgender rights and co-governance debates. Sociologist Paul Spoonley is co-director of Hifenua Torikura, the National Centre of Research Excellence for Preventing and Countering Violent Extremism. I'm just going to sit slightly closer to you yes. so that I'm not um, stretching my arm too much. He says many people are feeling untethered in society. They are feeling that the world is moving on. These are where people are saying, this country is white, this country is British, and I'm now talking about New Zealand, Why are we um, adopting all of these policies to recognise the rainbow community, the trans community, gender rights or ethnic and and indigenous rights in New Zealand? And so there's a community that's been around for a very long time. You saw it through the 1980s in terms of support for um, relations with uh, apartheid South Africa in terms of rugby. And it's gained a more modern form Increasingly, researchers like Professor Spoonley and director of the disinformation project Kate Hanna fear online hate will spill over offline. And we will see somebody hurt. It's not the people that the police know about that are the people I worry about. It's the people that the police don't know about. And it will be a situation quite similar to the Christchurch terrorist where it will be somebody who has been on the periphery of these movements for quite some time and who is preparing and waiting and will find their moment. Um, That's terrifying. It is terrifying. I don't really know what to say to that. 
No, I, I don't really know how to deal with living in this world, that this is the world that we live in. According to the Disinformation Project, the most prolific misinformation spreading social media accounts generated over one and a half times more engagement per post than content published by mainstream journalism, meaning it travels fast and far online. And two-thirds of the 2,000 people surveyed by NetSafe recently agreed that misinformation will have a significant impact on the coming election. James Shaw agrees. I have been increasingly worried about the kind of fragility of our democracy, especially when you look at what's gone on in the United Kingdom, the United States and other countries uh, where um, this kind of social media fueled frenzy um, has actually had a destabilising effect on democracy. And I don't think that we're immune to that at all. And there's clearly some common links and, and trends here. And these things often show up in New Zealand maybe a couple of years behind other parts of the world, and we would be about right on time for that. So I'm really worried. In the final run-up to publishing Undercurrent, RNZ became embroiled in a disinformation scandal of its own, with revelations that stories from news outlets, including Reuters and the BBC, had been altered to include, amongst other things, pro-Russia propaganda and false information. An editorial audit is being carried out and an independent review into the fake news debacle is due to report back shortly. Undercurrent is a multimedia project online now at rnz.co.nz slash undercurrent.